speaking of, yesterday I was listening to a classic album, Sufjan Stevens, Illinois. And classic. Um, classic. And I could have swore I heard like whispering in the words. And I listened to that album, like whispering in the music. And I listened to that album like a lot and quite loudly too. And I could have swore I heard like somebody trying to speak with me. And I was like, am I dying? But it went away after like 10 seconds. And now I'm afraid to like listen to the song again. Cause like, what if somebody was trying to tell me something from the other realm? Like, have you ever seen that movie White Noise? It was like a really bad horror film about people hearing voices in like TV static and shit like that. And I was like, am I in a bad white noise remake? Wasn't like Tim McGraw in that movie? I I don't know. I saw it in theaters when I was like seven. I'm typing in Tim White Noise. Thanks. White noise <laughs> movie. And like I used to be really paranoid about this movie too. Cause um I like hate white noise in general. So like hearing this theory that like you can hear voices if you listen hard enough i was like oh no Um, okay so tim mcgraw wasn't in this movie i don't know why i thought that for some reason that just like that thought just came to my brain and i don't know why i don't know was tim mcgraw ever in a like a horror movie before tim mcgraw i know absolutely nothing about tim mcgraw he is He's the son of... Wait. Who the fuck is Tug McGraw? <laughs> wait. Is this like Tim McGraw as a musician Tim McGraw as well? Is Tim yeah, Tim McGraw is a, a musician. He's okay, a country okay. singer. I, okay, that's what I thought. But I read the words like actor and then I saw Tug McGraw and I was like, have I been thinking that... Tim McGraw was really named Tug McGraw this whole time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? I'm, I have nothing funny to report, Panda. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. Teresa, which one of us goes first this time? I don't remember. It's my turn. I listened to the last episode literally two days ago. It's my turn, I think. All right. Yeah, because you hit it off with the Monster Podcast. So Ah, yes, the Monster Mash podcast. Ah, yes. So how about a podcast where uh, somebody is blindly handed an album and they have no knowledge about it whatsoever? Not like, oh, I haven't listened to this new Fall Out Boy album. Like, nothing. Like, you don't know, like, you've never heard of the artist. You've never heard a single off of this person, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, you blindly listen to the album and uh, they review it. And it's just like pure first impressions as a podcast because i bought an album for two dollars and fifty cents in a book off the other day and by the other day i mean like two three weeks ago now the other day is any day other than this day you're good i bought an album um in a book off and it was two dollars and fifty cents and i bought it because i really really liked how the cover album like cover art looked and when i listened to it 
it was like that brand of Japanese music that's like really soft and has like a lot of like uh, recorders in it and stuff like that and pianos and stuff like that. And it was just like a really fun album. And I don't know if I would have bought it if I didn't blindly buy it kind of deal, you know, and I thought it was really fun. And I'd love to hear like people's opinions of stuff. And like, even if they're not necessarily like a musician or something that that knows a lot about music, just like a first general impression would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea of getting like a random mystery album that you don't like have any context for. Because like one, it would be a cool way to discover like new music that you maybe haven't heard of. Even like for not only like the person that is listening to this album for the first time, but also people listening to the podcast. Because there's a lot of like random music that I've never heard of and will probably never listen to because I don't seek out anything that came out past when I was in high school. So yeah, I really love this idea. Do you have a name? Uh, Sidebar that. You're telling me you don't listen to anything. You haven't listened to anything new since high school? No, I'm I'm just uh, making fun of myself for generally either like if it's not Carly Rae Jepsen, I don't I tend to just listen to like My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, no, seriously, like I do actually listen to a lot of like newer music, but like there's always this like urge to go back to stuff that like was very formative. I mean, I don't, maybe that maybe that's not the case for you. Well, obviously, Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion, the 2015 classic, changed my life for the better. and It changed all of our lives. It's 2018, so you know she's coming out with her disco-inspired album this year. I'm so ready for it. But besides that- I'm so ready! Oh my god. In this house, we love Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my god. But I have- So there's like a used CD. Like, there's a really nice- cd store by my house it's a very nice music Uh store and they specialize mostly in like uh mint used vinyls and stuff like that and like there's a whole bunch on the walls and shit like that but i they know me like they know who i am because i'm in there so often i am a ucd buyer first of all i like cds in hard copy and stuff like that so i buy a lot of i buy a lot of cds without like actually knowing what anything is it's really bad and i just like have stumbled across so much music accidentally and I don't use Spotify or anything like that so I never get like recommended music through Spotify and I'm actually having a really hard time trying to find new music that I like because just like not a lot of my friends listen to similar music as me and stuff like that but like I don't know lately I've been like on this wave and um there's just been like a lot of stuff I've just been hitting and getting lucky with lately and like so much of this music I've been listening to like outside of high school like I am a diehard Joanna Newsom fan. I didn't start listening to her until I got into college. Like maybe my sophomore year of college, I started listening to her. Maybe my freshman year even. And like, I I love her. Like, I love her. And um, that like horrifies me to think that like, like, yes, old tunes are fun tunes. But at the same time, like, a bitch loves new music you know like i'm here for new music here's also the thing is that i really like music and i used to listen to a lot more music than i do now and i used to like be really good about like seeking out new music like i would hear a song and then i would go like find the album and listen to the whole album but podcasts have kind of taken over my life so like if i'm 
like in the car by myself or if I'm like doing chores around my house or whatever, like I will be listening to podcasts instead of music. And the only time I tend to listen to music is if I'm like in the car with other people or like around other people or when I'm closing at Father Jonathan's late at night and I'm doing dishes uh, or other menial tasks around the store. So, like, it is also just that I just don't listen to as much music anymore as I used to, which is a shame, and I do think about it a lot. But I also think about, like, all of the podcasts I have downloaded on my phone that I haven't listened to yet, which I think I'm going to check and see how many unlistened to downloaded podcast episodes i have right now uh i have 97 downloaded podcast episodes on my phone that i have not listened to oh my good gravy panda i have several podcasts that i'm trying to listen to the entirety of which is a bad idea i mean if it makes you feel better who am i subscribed to so i don't keep any music on my so first of all the amount of data that is available per month on my family's line is ridiculous but so i listen to everything just like through uh data i don't download anything on my phone um i also don't download music on my phone because i have like over 45 gigs of music on my itunes alone and that would destroy my whole entire phone if that was the case but uh technically so what are my most recent ah yes so switchblade sisters uh mabim bam fresh podcast market adventure zone lexicon valley dnl it's funny that you mentioned switchblade sisters because i heard about that podcast the other day and i was going to recommend it to you i love it i love it so much shout out to april wolf um she will probably never hear this because she is like a legitimate movie critic and I'm but a humble baby. <laughs> but she's liked a few of my tweets before whenever I talk about Switchblade Sisters and it gets me really Hell excited. Because yeah. I really do love Switchblade Sisters. And um, usually I listen to podcasts like on long car rides and when I'm exercising or if I'm stuck on in like a hellscape of being on Tumblr for five hours straight, I'll just like listen to stuff and like right now i'm actually listening to every episode of my brother my brother and me and i am a hundred farther than i am right now yes i am a hundred and five episodes away from listening to every fucking mabim bam episode oh my god i'm on episode 291 right now so that's the episode where Griffin uh, gets to see Carly Rae Jepsen, and I'm so jealous because I want to see her in concert so badly. To go back to this music podcast, now that we've thoroughly gotten off track, yes, you know we have to. You know we had to do it to him. I don't know. I was thinking about. Oh my god, what is it called in music where uh, you play something for the first time without actually looking at it? Not like a blind read, but there's like a name for it in music and i can't remember what it's like when you read first sheet music for the first time uh sheet music blind i was thinking sight reading blind read there's like a name for it method give a sheet i don't yes blind musicians but also like um you you should have guessed that that would come up (laughs) your mouth playing sheet music for the first time the first time it feels like the first time uh oh <laughs> first time without 
Yes, that's her. That's my wife. Um, my wife. Stop, I had to stop myself from doing it. <laughs> my wife. I was more surprised that you hadn't I, said I it. I had to stop. Oh, my God. Pan, you have no idea. All I... Oh, I've I, started saying that now because of you, and I hate good it. Good, my wife. I like can't stop. <laughs> anyway, maybe like oh, sight read. No, sight reading is based. Fuck this. Ugh, I don't know. I don't have a name. I give up. I'm so first mad. time listener. First time, first time listener. Long time listener. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, that's uh, what I was thinking is, like, you know, when people say, like, long-time listener, first-time caller or something yeah, like that. First-time listener. First-time listener works. Or I'm too pissed about that. Yeah, first-time listener. That wins. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. You're going to be okay. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. Like, imagine hearing, like, obviously everybody knows who Janelle Monet is, but imagine, like, living under a rock and then just being handed an album just be like, listen to this for the first time. Like, my mind would be blown. Like, I still remember the first time I listened to Janelle Monet, man. Like, oh, chef kiss. Like, I would, to capture that on audio would be magnificent. And you could even, like, play some highlights. Well, it's funny that you bring up Janelle Monet because mm-hmm. that's a really good segue into my podcast idea. Perfect. Tell me your podcast idea. Okay, so I did say that I have not looked up new music since high school, and that's technically a lie, because I didn't want to give away, uh, during that conversation, this podcast idea that I've come up with, which is a Janelle Monae podcast. Oh! I'm talking, talking, like, go through every song, talk about the albums, talk about the concepts, talk about the Android revolution and Afrofuturism, like... I want a podcast that is an in-depth analysis of the discography of Janelle Monet. I have been re-energized by the release of her two latest singles, Make Me Feel and Django Jane, which are phenomenal. And if you haven't heard them, you need to listen to them right now. I'm not talking to you, Teresa. Of course you have heard them. I'm talking to the listeners. You know who me better than that. Need, <laughs> who need to understand... My life has been eternally changed because I liked Janelle Monae before, but I was never like, I was never like a diehard fan just because like I never went out of my way to listen to a lot of her music. But like these have come out and it has totally like re-energized me to go back and listen to like everything and like uh, I just like I want somebody, I want to listen to somebody talking about like all of the cool shit that is in Janelle Monae's music because like, oh my God, she's so amazing. And I can't wait for Dirty Computer. I'm going to die. There's a lot to unpack in this concept because like a lot of her music not only has to deal with like, maybe it's me with the weird static. I don't know. I'm not hearing any weird static. Maybe I'm dying. And this is the white white noise voices coming to kill me for real now this time. But, um, they heard us shit talking the movie, and they've come they to get you. They're coming for me. It's like it's like the Beatles podcast all over again. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot to unpack with Janelle Monae, especially because like how uh, just the story of Cindy Mayweather, her like yeah. Android persona. If you don't know anything about Janelle Monae, I am so sorry, but you need to educate yourself. And basically, the concept I'll give you the brief lowdown, which is that she Cindy Mayweather, this character that she created, has fallen in love with a human. 
And because of that, it started this whole giant revolution. And her albums, the Arch Android, oh my god, Electric Lady, and what's the other one? Hold on, I can look it up. I got Janelle Monae, like, pulled up on Spotify because I was listening to Make Me Feel earlier. Because literally, I have only listened to both, like, as music and just in my head, Make Me Feel and Django Jane for the past three days. They're both incredibly good, so I don't blame you. The other album is Metropolis. Thank you. Oh my gosh, how could I forget that? All three of those albums like work together and tell a story and it's yeah. like a whole uh, long-going thing. But a lot of it has to do with like acceptance of romance and racism and uh, just like it's very relatable in the world that we live in today. And I think there's a lot to unpack, especially with the themes that you yeah. talk about and the narrative. And I mean, I can tell you about the first time I listened to – do you want to hear about the first time I listened to Janelle Monae? I would love to hear about the first time you so listened to Janelle Monae. The first time I listened to Janelle Monet was in June of 2009, where she opened up for a concert of Paramore and No Doubt. And I shit you not, I've never heard this woman before in my life. But I listened to her music and I was like, this fucking slaps. It was only her, like the small amount of her backup band and like a bar stool. And she was like still doing the whole suit thing. And she, like, had such stage presence despite having such a small, like, setup. And it blew me away. And I remember thinking to myself, this woman is going to be famous no matter what. Like, she is going to have such a big following. And, like, a few months later, I saw a picture of her in Teen Vogue and stuff like that. And then, like, just, like, slowly but surely, I've seen her career grow. And I'm, like, so proud of her. Like, I love her. Right? She's so good. And, like... I love Janelle Monet, and like apparently the concerts she's puts on are phenomenal. A friend went to go see her, and I haven't. And I was supposed to go because like it was a free concert in New York, and I couldn't go because my life is a mess. And but it was, she's my mom, and I love her. Like I would love to have a Janelle Monet podcast, and I would love to listen to it daily. So I agree with you. Do you have a name for this podcast band? No, I just was so taken aback by thinking about like. Because, like, that's, like, the whole thing, like, everything you just said about, like, all of the stuff in her music is exactly why I want a Janelle Monet podcast to exist. I want people to talk about the concept. I want them to talk about how the themes relate to, like, real life and also the story and, like, all of that, that good, good shit. I don't have a name. Uh, you could always name it after the uh, radio station. That they use in the Metropolis, which I can't remember what it's called right now, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I was just thinking like it would have it would definitely have to be something from one of the albums because like there's so much good stuff that you could take a name from. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, what was it called? Hold on. I'm going to look this up because, of course, I have like. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the name of it and I'm like thinking about what's in my iTunes and there's immediately the the Danger Days radio stuff came up in my head and then followed by the Cowboy Bebop stuff came up in my head. I was like, this is not what I want. And then I was like, I remember words from the Janelle Monae ones, but I'm just like, huh. isn't it like, isn't it like a bunch of I letters? One, like- of the, one of the interludes is... Uh, uh, good morning midnight that could very well work as a name that could totally work yeah oh, no i don't want to open up my itunes i lied i was like i'll just open up my itunes and check and no 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 
not in this house. But yeah, uh, I love this idea. And I don't necessarily think that I should be the one to talk about it because God knows there's bigger Janelle Monet fans than me that are out there. But that's like a really cool idea. And I would be very much down to listen to it if it were to ever become a thing. Yeah, me too. Like, basically, this is just the podcast that I want to exist so I can listen to it and I don't have to actually make it, which is sort of the function of this show is for us to talk about podcasts that we would want to listen to but not have to make. Exactly. But it's fine. It's fine. That's why this podcast exists. So we can talk about podcasts and theories. Um, All right. Y'all ready for another fun old idea from your good pal Teresa fuck yeah okie dokie so how about a podcast where oh my god why do I feel like I talk I talked about this on my lost on our lost episode if I did uh stop me and I'll think of something else uh how about a podcast where a person for once a week goes to a convention of some sort and they just talk about the experience and like convention culture and how conventions differ depending on like what they're about like if they're about video games or if they're about computer stuff or if they're about uh anime or if they're about like star trek or something like that like i think it'd be super interesting to see how like what different age groups and stuff like that are at certain conventions like for instance my technical stepbrother is really into like hack like not hacktivism but like he's really into like how can like coding and hacking and stuff like that and he's like well they have like hacking conventions yeah they do and i was gonna say like he's super into them but i was like listen bud like that's cool i do conventions too but i do this (laughs) and like and it depends like on who's where like god knows at for instance like in january i went to magfest and magfest there's a lot of things that I do at MAGFest that I would never get away with doing at anime, uh, like at anime NYC or even at like New York Comic Con or something like that. Like I just know. And I think it's, I think like the culture surrounding conventions is really interesting. And like, there's a lot of history around conventions that a lot of people don't know about and stuff. So I think like a mix of like historical fan culture podcast and a little bit of um, talking about just like how it's like to go to a convention every fucking weekend like i know artists who do like conventions back to back and they suffer like hard like i have friends who are just so tired and like i just i want to know like everybody's experience like if this person because like obviously it's gonna get pricey so like sometimes it could just be an attendee sometimes they could be a guest sometimes they could be like working in artist alley sometimes they could be staff like i want somebody for a whole entire year to be able to go to a convention and talk about their experience in this hell house like Give me the goods. I want to know. I love this idea because I love conventions. I love going to conventions. I'm hopefully if I can wrangle money together, I will be going to visit you to go to a convention, which would be amazing. But I totally agree that like there's this totally wild culture surrounding conventions. And that even varies like between like different types of conventions. And I think it would be really cool to like, have somebody like go to conventions and talk about them, but also like interview like people who run conventions, people who do artist alleys, like people who do security, like just really get into like the nitty gritty of like the way conventions are run and also the culture surrounding conventions and the way that that differs from like even just like 
you know, something like San Diego Comic-Con versus like my dinky little Mississippi Comic-Con, which is actually not like, it's not dinky. I love Mississippi Comic-Con, but like, you know, it's a small con in like a Southern state. So like, there's so much there. There's so much that could be talked about. I feel like you would basically never run out of material. Yeah, exactly. For a podcast like this. Like for even like to compare to you, I've done New York Comic Con. I've done a three day weekend twice and I've done um, just a Saturday this past year because fuck how they sell tickets now, but whatever. And I've done like Tampa Comic Con, which isn't really that affiliated with the Comic Con like Read Pop experience and like for instance even uh anime nyc is in the same space that new york comic-con is in just like how different the two conventions are from each other that way and like there is so much you could talk about you could talk about space you could talk about like even like what costumes because like for instance i'm like i'm very east coast based obviously like i do a lot of stuff in like new jersey and new york and connecticut massachusetts stuff like that but i have done a convention or two in florida because my dad lives in florida um I've done some Maryland stuff because I have a friend who uh, really cares about MAGFest and it's like super important to her and just like stuff like that kind of deal. And um, so I'm mostly very much East Coast based. And uh, one time I almost talked myself into going to Paris Expo when I was in Paris, but I didn't know it was happening at the time. But like what I did, it was only like three hours left of the convention and I stopped myself from just like wasting money and getting lost from my group. But anyway, there's like even like what people cosplay at certain conventions like for instance i'll like here on the east coast there's colossal con and colossal con east and uh those are in water parks so people do a lot of like beach theme and pool theme and like water themed or we'll do like characters but them in a bathing suit and stuff like that and clearly you can't do that at something like at a local con that just happens to be like during the summer you know what I mean like you can but not a lot of people will be doing that so you could talk just like analytics too I think it'd be really fun and I would definitely listen to it and also probably a lot of people that I know especially if it was in the east coast would get like interviewed and stuff like that yeah no definitely like oh man this is such a good idea I really love this like and this could also be a way to keep up with like convention news Mm, okay with ways that conventions are changing or like policy changes or like venue changes or like you could even have somebody that like has been going to a convention since like it started and they could talk about like how this convention in particular has like changed over the years like oh man yeah this is really good and I feel like there's enough people out there that like really love con culture and going to cons because i mean it's fucking fun like they're on a base level it doesn't make any sense that spending money to go in and spend more money would be like an amazing weekend of your life but like oh my god it totally is it's so fun it really is and it's like how much money will i spend this weekend and you're like please don't i'm like guess what i am and oh bud i've dropped a lot of money at cons before i could Honestly, if I were to run this podcast, I would drop a lot of forbidden knowledge about myself that a lot of people would be like, Teresa, like, I've, like, at New York Comic Con, I bought a Final Fantasy 15 Play Arts Kai figure, and somebody was like, how much did you spend on it? And I was like, do you really want to know? And I, like, bought other things besides that figure, too. 
So boy, howdy, I've dropped some mega money on some things before in the past. I try to avoid the conversation of how much money did you spend today because it's too shameful. <laughs> it's so it's filled with so much shame, but sometimes you see something that you really, really want and have been hunting forever, and it just sort of happens. And it's not like anybody else was selling him, so I had to suck it up and pay the price. But then I found out how much people usually sell it for retail because my friend works at a comic store and I could have ordered it for like a lot cheaper. And I was like, oh, oh no, no. Oh, God. See, I have that feeling about figures a lot of the time. It's like I'm always so tempted, so tempted when I'm at a convention. But then, like, I'll go and I can see if I can find it for cheaper on the internet. And I'm like, yeah, I can't justify this, even though I want it right now and I want to hold it in my hands. Yeah. Sorry for the dogs. They're barking again. Uh, every episode, my dogs got away in. But, like, uh, just there's something about having it be tangible in front of you. Like, and you don't have to wait for shipping that just like sucks you in like you get lost in like the convention sauce and like you can't help it but buy something like i actually have a photo collection of every photo of me at a convention where i have bought a figure and it's me holding said figure it's bad it's really bad lost in the convention sauce that's me i'm always lost in the con sauce let me tell you boy howdy I feel that. I was going to suggest the name PodCon, but PodCon is a thing that exists, and I re remembered that right before I was going to say it. Okay, let's go to PodCon, but do you want to hear my uh, my idea? Of course. The con artist. Oh! <laughs> okay, that's really good. Yes, thank you. So that's, I, I rest my case. Case rested. Yeah, this was a really good idea. Thank you. Thank you. And I really want this podcast to exist. Now. I, I should bully. Oh, my God. I see. I I have friends who are just as broke as me. So nobody I know would be able to swing like you would need a lot of monetary support. Like either you would need to have like one of the most powerful Patreons on the face of the planet or you would need uh, like to already be well known in the con scene. And be like invited to guests or something or something like you would have to it would be exhausting like in even like a lot of times conventions start like friday to sunday even if you're just there for one day i think you could even swing it and stuff like that but and this could be doable but just like it would have to be somebody who has like way more money and way more time on their hands than possible and like oh would, yeah no definitely like you i wouldn't like be mad if this person didn't cosplay like every convention or they didn't do like you know like i i get it at the end of the day cosplaying and conventions is just a hobby it's not your job i mean for most people it's not a job and i mean it's a lot of times people forget that and i think this would be a really great way for people to remember that this is mostly about having fun too so oh my god yeah and you could also have like cosplayers on and stuff and to talk about like the unique experience of being like a cosplayer walking through a convention because like you don't really realize like that there is a difference in just walking around in a costume but like you always have to like i mean if you've got like a really good costume and it looks like really killer like you're getting stopped every few minutes for people to take pictures of you or like if you're a woman having to deal with inappropriate comments from creepy dudes who don't understand boundaries or like you know like the the convention experience for like 
someone in like a really well-made cosplay is probably very different from your average con goer. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can agree to that completely. I mean, I usually don't do sexy cosplays cause like I fear for my life, but I've done some, <laughs> I did like a full adventure zone group and like usually once it's like one, like if it's just like a taco alone, it's a taco alone. But if you can get like all three main boys together, a lot more people will take your photos together and speaking of, if any of you are at AB, um, at Anime Boston, I will be doing Greg Grimaldi's Casino Heist Magnus, and I will actually have a taco, a merle, and a loop with me. So nice. come find me. Come find me, my good pal. Oh my god, I can't wait to see those pictures. Yeah, my good pal Chip is going to be uh, Merle, and then my friend Maria will be Taco, and then our friend Ash will be Loop. So you will see us, and we're even going to do the split tuxedo sleeve thing, too, and we're very, very excited. <laughs> That's going to be so good. I'm so excited for you. But uh, yeah, definitely if you're in a group, you get a lot more photos as compared to when you're alone and stuff like that. And it's just like, there's a lot to talk about. But I think we've talked about this idea enough and people are probably exhausted by us by now. Yeah, well, that's they, my idea. This is our podcast. They tuned in. They get to deal podcast. with it. You can suck my butt. Listen to it or turn it off. Don't like, don't listen. Please don't turn it off. Please don't. We please like, listen to our podcast. Please tell us about Tell your friends, please. We thrive on validation. Oh, tell your friends. God, ain't that the truth? <laughs> okay, um, I haven't been keeping an active timer uh, because I forgot to pull it up, but I'm pretty sure that we've run up our time limit. So if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Ampandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. If you would like to buy something with our logo on it, you can do that at the link that is in our pinned tweet on Twitter. If you have podcast ideas that you would like us to talk about, you can send those to us on Twitter. I actually have one that was sent in on Twitter a little while back that I keep forgetting to add to my list, but I will. I promise person who sent it to me you're probably listening and you probably know that i haven't said your idea and i'm sorry uh i don't have your name pulled up right now either but i'm sorry i haven't said it i'm just a ding dong who doesn't prepare for anything so i will (laughs) try to mention that next week uh you can send your ideas to us on twitter you can also send those to us at our email which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com if you liked our theme song that is plants by hopefully not bad lib sound guy jimmy our new producer of the podcast uh we actually may be getting our own original fresh podcast market music to use as a theme song i don't know when that will be done but i have enlisted mr jimothy sir to write us uh our own song specifically to use for this podcast i'm very excited about it what a legend i love jimmy hey guys Sound guy Jimmy here. I just wanted to say that I love you too. And Panda was right. It is sight reading. But also, we have a Tumblr where you can find us at yes at Fresh Podcast Market. We have seven whole followers, so if you have a Tumblr, consider following us. And and you could also send podcast ideas to the Tumblr. So far, right now, it's just mostly posts of us just just posts of the podcast itself. I would love to fill it up with more stuff, but 
I really don't know what to post on it. So uh, if you have any ideas that way, shoot us a message, I guess. Uh, we would love to see more activity coming from the Tumblr as well. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market. And nice. I think that's it. I think that's all we've got. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market. Have a wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Panza. Everybody have a good one. I hope you know I'm keeping that in. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear a story about how I almost pooped my pants yesterday? Of course I do. <laughs> this is actually going to be like, I was I was going to talk to you about this yesterday in hoping that it was the cold open. I mean, technically, now that I'm telling the story, this could be the cold open if you really wanted it to be. But um, so yesterday I took like a big old toot and toot was quickly becoming dookie and I had to stop. Like, have you ever had to stop like mid fart? Because I... <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, almost pooped my pants yesterday, and I have a friend who firmly believes that you're only allowed to poop your pants three times in your whole entire adult life, and um, I was afraid that that was about to be my round one right then and there, but I managed to- narrowly missed it. I, I narrowly, I saved, uh, stepped back from that ledge. So uh, yeah, I almost pooped my <laughs> pants yesterday, but I didn't. Congratulations, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. All right. I think I think this episode is done for real. So I just finished up a coconut and lemongrass chapstick by a brand that I actually, a coconut and lime chapstick that I actually like, but I think I'm allergic to something that's in uh, coconut flavoring or something like that. Oh no. And um, so like, cause my lips reacted the same way that my lips react to Burt's Bees Ultra Hydrating. So now that I finished that, finally, that was number six of the year of our lore 2018, I would just like to say. Um, so now it's between a peach shea butter lip balm and um, the mango flavored lip balm from like my favorite like brand that I usually buy from at cons and stuff like that. And the shea butter one will definitely heal my lips and it's peach flavored and I haven't used peach flavor in a while i feel like peach is a great scent for smell while mango is more summery but also i love the sweet gentle caress of a brand that i can trust you feel me 